at lunch I eat a sandwich with a glass of Coke to roll. No one can see you drinking when you're working from home. I still produce reports in a professional font. But now when I have downtime, I can do what I want. And welcome to the Existentialist Cucumber, the podcast where we're secretly a punk band called Prorogue. And we've yet to show up to a gig. And my name is Larry Wu. I'm Curtis Withers. Larry, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good, sir. Um, Curtis, I, I, if you need some light reading, I have a, a, a book for you on Amazon to pick up. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll love the title here uh, because we never find anything boring here on, on the show. It's a little kid's book and it's called Hookers and Blow Save Christmas. Oh, <laughs> and it's a kid's book, you said. It's a kid's book okay. about a tow truck and a snowblower. Um, oh, I see what they've done. Somehow ah. coming to save the day and the party. I guess it was a Christmas party. And play. But obviously they, they know what they're doing with the title. But it was just more, <laughs> it was just more, I, I'm surprised some, some publisher said, okayed it. Like who okays that? <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess they're just uh, they, they they probably figure it will, it will sell some copies just just for the gag. Well, I th- I think there's a whole series of these books that that you know obviously kids don't get, but it's like I don't know maybe it's to entertain because during that time when you're constantly reading your kids' books to bed, kids' bed, it, a lot of the stories are just like they're just horrible, right? So I think this is just a way for like parents, like young parents, to at least be somewhat amused during their long days because frequently bought together with hookers and blow save Christmas is a story about a squirrel called D's big nuts. Mm-hmm. And I assume the squirrel's name is D. So yeah. And show me your cock, which is, uh, I guess a story about a rooster. It is uh, show me your cock is a children's poetry book. About how a young boy is being shown several roosters throughout his lifetime. <laughs> From his neighbor to his best friend, he has shown many different varieties of roosters. Also scroll down on Amazon, you'll see that customers who also viewed this item also viewed. And there's this, I think I've seen this book before. It's, it's a, I guess it's a dinosaur book and it's, it's called All My Friends Are Dead. Oh, that's a bit of a downer. And The Day My Fart Followed Me Home. I guess it's like a, it looks like a little ghost story, but yeah, uh, of course, uh, anything silly like this on uh, selling on Amazon, the the reviews are always hilarious, right? Yeah, for sure. There's a uh, there's some people who don't really seem to get the joke, and then you know there's and then there's uh, you know some people who give it five stars. So I think it uh, you get the whole you run the whole gamut. I just want to say. There is like, like you were saying, there's a whole sort of cottage industry of these books with sort of like adult double entendres that they sort of work in there so that the books, you know, are still, you know, kids safe because they because, you know, they don't really get the double entendres, but the adults can have a bit more of a laugh reading them. Mm -hmm. But the the fart subcategory of that is very prolific. Just (laughs) just right here. They've got. Gus the Gassy Ghost, I Fart Too Much, Fritz the Farting Reindeer, F is for Fart, Felix the Farting Feline, and Taylor the Tooting Turkey. 
All available well, on farts Amazon. Are fun, farts are fun when you're, you know, when you're a three-year-old. Yeah, my nephew, uh, my nephew Evan is all into that kind of stuff right now. He's mm. three. He's three. He's three. He's really into that. All that stuff. <laughs> well, there you go. There's our book review. <laughs> There's our book club review, uh, existentialist style. Um, uh, for everyone so you go out and pick up a copy oh how much it's a very inexpensive book too right for 10 bucks you too can find out how hookers and blow uh save christmas yeah and it's you know don't don't kid yourself it's going to be christmas before you know it this is a stocking stuffer you know this is something that you can uh you know you can give to any any sort of beloved young family member um mm. you know for sure it's uh you know it's 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 22 pages <laughs> what was that one review that one the 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 uh the party pooper yeah 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 so so one person was like gave it gave it one star and uh was like this is a flimsy poor quality 10 page so you know it's it's twice as long as he's saying yeah this is a flimsy poor quality 10 page handout a waste of money like he was expecting like james joyce's ulysses in some sort of like <laughs> special edition hardcover with the golden boss yeah and but but the the fact that the guy actually took the time to take a photo i think he was more i think he was more ticked that the maybe the when it got shipped it got folded maybe maybe could be that's it it could be i mean it does like it does look flimsy but those books often are right well don't take it out on hookers and blow come on they're just okay christmas (laughs) yeah um so a segment that we've been doing crazy Canadian stuff uh, today is not really about a um, a landmark of any kinds. This is a kind of a, an interesting phenomenon, and this is it revolves around people that live in Toronto and how we pronounce the city's name. It's very well known that people that live in Toronto are, are lazy about it, right? We 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 at least I think when I when I listen to myself say it, I I ignore a lot of the R's, so I. I think I end up calling it Toronto. No, nobody. No, pronounce the last T, right? Yeah. Nobody who lives in this city should be pronouncing the last T. That is just not done <laughs> if you're from Toronto. So uh, I dug up this 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 uh, this interesting thing about there's actually an official study being done on the pronunciation of Toronto. So this is actually by a, a Carleton uh, University, a linguistic student, Curtis. Okay. Hey, our our alma mater. That's right. So someone someone's got to do it. Um, so uh, Caitlin here says Bergens came to the idea about this six years ago after seeing a tote bag for sale in the city. Uh, I guess it was at one of a kind, and there was five different ways of spelling uh, the city's name Toronto. So one was Toronto, T E R. A N O Toronto T R A W N O uh Toronto T R O N N O Toronto I don't does anyone Toronto I don't know if anyone ever uses that one but I, I'm sure it's and then the Toronto O O E so yeah what's consistent across all of them no one pronounces the last T as you no. said no I remember when the Raptors were um making their their championship run in 2019 and you'd turn on like they'd have all the all the american hot take 
windbags like you know Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and they'd be arguing about like who's gonna win the final and they're always like the Toronto Raptors and that's how you know that they've never been to Toronto ever in their lives the Toronto like just just biting on that second tee and you know I was just like I've never heard anybody say it like that before in my life until the Raptors made it to the NBA final well I, I think they were they were they were doing something fun on uh, Instagram like days after uh, Scotty Barnes was uh, drafted and they did something and they, they, they were trying to teach him how to pronounce Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, being an American, he's like Toronto and they're no, no, you pronounce yeah. it this way. It's, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Like, but, but this person's study f- uh, found also that, depending on where you are in the city, people pronounce it differently. <laughs> like that's so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's what happens when you live in a, like a large city like this, like what you're going to like each verb is going to have its own way of pronunciation, but it, it is kind of a weird phenomenon that, that we, we, we don't pronounce it the way it's spelled. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like people who like people who live in new Orleans, you know, we'll call it like Nolens or, you know, Hmm guess when you're just kind of used to uh you know when you when you have to say it all the time i guess you get you get kind of lazy about it but yeah i i do think i i have heard like toronto you know where people just omit like not only the second t but the first o Mm. i don't know if it's like because originally i was on the west side before i moved to the east side if in the west side you pronounce the second o i tend to pronounce this or the first o i tend to pronounce the first o but never the second t I, if I were looking at the the different spellings that she, I, I think I'm probably of the category of the Toronto, T E R, T E R A N O. Toronto, yeah. I, I think I think, I think I think I think I'm I'm on that wagon. But you and I both grew up, you know, B town, so that could be like another study. Yes, by B town, <laughs> Larry means Brampton, Ontario. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we are both Brampton natives. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 fascinating. So another crazy Canadian fact. Uh, but another crazy Canadian thing that happened this week was our elect our federal election non-election. Like compare compare our election cycle to the American one, right? This was like a thirty day sprint. Yes, it was very it was very it was over very quickly. Not quickly enough, I think, for most people. Yeah, because it because most people believe it shouldn't have been called at all um i think even liberal supporters Uh, i'm putting up my hand i was like really uh but yeah so i guess uh well let's 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 break out our own analysis right like uh, trudeau figured he had the deck stacked for a majority like why else would you call it Um, yeah i think I, i think that he wanted to ride his sort of successes um, handling the pandemic like you know some of his measures were were very popular like CERB and you know some of the some of the sort of uh financial relief yep, yep programs sure. put in and then what shortly after the election got called uh the fall of afghanistan happens so here we have a a, a foreign policy big issue going down um yeah, and the fourth wave, like that, all that kind of stuff, just sort of happened right after he ca- he called it. So, you know, 
he, so, and then and then and the next thing you know he's getting gravel thrown at him. That was weird. That was like it, it goes to show you that you're in Canada, right? Like they in in the states they rioted uh, the Capitol building. Here, yeah. some dude like didn't even throw a rock. Like like we're talking. This is like ornamental garden, like little pebbles that you put in your potted plants inside your kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It almost looked like he was throwing popcorn. At first, I thought it was popcorn, but I went, "Geez, that's that's good solid popcorn." But it like it didn't even he, like it hit him, and he didn't even flinch. Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't like you know ceases jumping on him and protecting him, right? But so it goes it wasn't to show like you. when John Jean Chrétien got hit in the face with a pie that one time. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Or or didn't he also grab some guy by the face? I think that was the pie, the guy who hit him with the pie. Was it? Was it? The, was it, were they both the same incident? Okay. Well, maybe they were different. I thought it was he got hit with a pie. He grabbed the guy because when he grabbed that guy in the face, it must. <laughs> I think it was in Hull, Quebec because the 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 sun on their cover <laughs> the next day the headline was Hull Hull Hogan. <laughs> Good one. I forgot about that one. Was it in front of City Club? Yeah, yeah. Could, I bet, I bet he, might been, he might have been making that walk from City Club to uh, to, to Broad Street, and then uh, <laughs> some guy got in his face, and he just grabbed him. So, so what else happened? What else was kind of weird that happened in, in 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 this election? So, one thing that 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 was more close to home for me was my NDP candidate was one of the ones that got yanked off the ballot. And I'm going to look up. This, uh, oh, look this. She, was, she, she. I think it was a she made some. Uh, Sydney Coles made some inappropriate anti-Semitic comments. Uh, I think again, people need to get off Twitter. What did? Oh, I think she was it. She. I can't. I don't even know if it's she. Is it he or she? Is Sydney he or she? It's kind of like Pat. Yeah. So basically, um, he or she made some wacky theory that. Uh, there was something about vaccine supplies that was linked to Israel. So basically saying that Israel was hogging all vaccines or something at one point in time. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh. But I guess it wasn't as bad as the guy from Nova Scotia, right? Like there was two of them that got yanked for anti-Semitic. And the two of them, yeah. He was the one that said, is Auschwitz even a real place? Yeah, not uh, not great. Not, Not great. We are our, uh, our conservative candidate got yanked uh, for a history of uh, Islamophobic tweets um, that she denies. She says that it was like some fake account or something like that. But she got like the the party disavowed her. Mm. Um, so yeah, we didn't have a conservative candidate. But like in Vegas East York, you know. You're not you're not getting elected as a conservative anyway. It was yeah. it was not a huge loss. Well, for for, for 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 my riding is the same thing. I, I'm I'm in the riding of St. Paul's, and that's uh, Carolyn Bennett. That's been her, her stronghold for the last I don't know a bajillion years. Like even though her little controversy again, old old people in texting, right? <laughs> she 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 made that in not I don't even know it's inappropriate. I think it was just like you know from one politician to another, like it was done privately, but, uh, Raybould made it public. Oh right? yeah. Basically yeah. accusing her, uh, 
her of opposing the election because if she didn't go through the full term, I guess she wouldn't get pension. Right. Her federal pension. I think there's like a cutoff. Um, but okay, so they're, they're NDP, we got some bad eggs there. You just talked about a conservative bad egg. We can't leave out the liberals. So the guy at what, Fort York? It's been out so of Fort York, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Vong, I think that's what his yeah. name is. Yeah. So he was in the Navy and, okay, so I didn't, no one's really dug into it. He, uh, he was charged with some form of sexual assault, sexual harassment, never got to court at all, got dropped didn't it didn't um uh, he didn't disclose it didn't disclose it yeah it got it, he got behind the story which is never a good thing when you're a politician he got yanked um but just like my my uh my ndp person they didn't get taken off the ballot nor does it the party affiliation was removed mm -hmm. so they were you could have voted for that person. So mm -hmm. that guy in the it, it, that guy in Fort York won, or at mm -hmm. least in, in such a huge lead, lead that they're pretty sure he's going to go in, and he's going to go in as an independent. But people didn't realize that he was also being yanked for those reasons. Now, yeah, yeah, my my friend uh, actually had because we, my friend and I both voted like in our ridings in advance polls, and he is in that riding. He voted for that guy before that story got out, and then he was saying like. <laughs> I can't believe I voted for that guy. <laughs> you know, hey, I, 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 you're going to have a, a law discussion or whatever um, of what happened. And that's one thing. But what I want to talk about with this guy is you're going to be a politician. You didn't think this would come up? Like, mm -hmm. really? Mm -hmm. Like, this is not you trying to get out of. Um, it, it's like almost the opposite of trying to get out of jury duty by telling the judge that you're like a date raping homophobe so you can get out of jury duty. Like get in front of the story. You know, it's going to leak out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, it's kind of, I guess, I don't know if it's, is it hubris? Like, is it, is it like, are they so arrogant to, and it, it's not going to come up? I guess he figured it wouldn't and they he didn't bother disclosing it. And you know, you're right. You got to, you know, you, you, you have to, uh, sort of be ready for that to get, you know, you have to be honest about it and you have to be ready for it to come up. And, you know, like I know he says that, you know, it never went to court and, and all this kind of stuff, but when you don't disclose it and you got, you try to sweep it under the rug, it's not a good look, you know, always got to stay in front of the story, especially a politician. Like it probably wouldn't have been, it may have been nothing. He would have probably been asked lots of questions if he just came out straight out and said, yeah, there was this time I was in the Navy. This came up. There wasn't enough evidence or whatever, you know, whatever mm -hmm. the scenario is, it never, never, nothing ever happened of it. But mm -hmm. I felt that you, my people, my friends <laughs> need to know. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, that, that was another weird one. That, that's, but yeah. they have, have they called the, now they've kind of more or less called the election that it's, it's status quo, but is it official yet? Or I think there's still, last I heard today, they're still counting some ballots. And I think there's still a couple of places that, that are that close to call, but like, if it's not going to make, make any difference, like the liberals are either going to end up with one more seat or yeah. one less seat, something like that. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, it was the biggest non event, the, the, the biggest, 
the, the two the two sort of main main things that kind of changed for me was like the green party got a seat in ontario for the first time which i think was pretty pretty big for them and not the, the leader the, not, it wasn't the leader no, though right no she came fourth in oh. her riding yeah ooh. you know she even uh. even even maxime bernier did better in his riding <laughs> Than she did, and uh, and and the Green parties they got that seat, and they and so they kept two seats because Elizabeth May won her seat again, but their share of the of the vote got absolutely destroyed, and a lot of that appeared to go in uh, the east, uh, the in in the in the in the Atlantic provinces, like where they were kind of strong, and then just kind of all all, all their support seemed to evaporate. And then, and uh, you know, went to I guess either the liberals or the conservatives. But uh, the other thing is, and uh, they're still—I wouldn't call them a force politically—but it is scary that the People's Party got like eight hundred thousand votes. You know, almost a million people in this country think that's a worthwhile sort of political party to support. Uh yeah, I'm not too sure what to make of it there. Like, uh, if you look at that percentage, it's probably all the percentage of the people that don't uh, refuse, like, absolutely refuse to get a vaccination. And we're going to talk about the vaccination situation here in Ontario. But, um, uh, I I kind of looked at it a different way. You looked at it from like a, a a count to count. When when they don't get any seats, it's like okay. It, there's 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 some type of grassroots movement there, but it's not as big as like influential as I guess um, it can be. It wasn't like, you know, like the Trump movement where that kind of came out of for a lot of people that was like, whoa, what happened there? No, it wasn't wasn't quite like that. Of course, in the United States, like you only have two parties that so like a movement like that can get amplified. Yeah. And but but I mean I will say that they pretty much doubled I think they they doubled their percentage of the popular vote within two within two years, mm. you know like, uh, well we'll have to see, um, but you're right you you're you're saying a lot of nothing and that literally happened like nothing happened because they're going back basically in the same positions that they were in. It was a massive waste of money. Um, and, and all it did was sort of like weaken, it just, it just, nobody won every single, every single party, even Trudeau to a degree, although he's probably the safest, but, but for sure, O'Toole and, and maybe even, uh, Jugmeet Singh and definitely the Green Party leader, uh, Anime Paul are going to be facing questions of, Mm of the of their of their ability to lead the party like if if you could take the, a liberal party that's that vulnerable with a leader who's like clearly disliked by a you know yeah you can't overtake portion him. yeah and you can't make gains and like you know Aaron O'Toole he did his he he did what he felt he had to do he tried to bring the conservatives to the center right try to take them away yeah. from the but it didn't work. He he did he didn't get anywhere. He didn't get any he didn't get any traction in the GTA, you know, which he had to do. You know, the, he he didn't get traction in the GTA. The liberals didn't didn't break through in Quebec like they thought they might be able to do, and we're just kind of stuck, you know, sort of in the same. So here here's the question: You were saying a waste of money. Now it was a, what six hundred 
odd million dollars yeah. across uh, all of Canada. So if I do my math right, 30 bucks. So Curtis, what would have you have done with that 30 bucks <laughs> instead of calling uh, an election? I would have bought a copy of Hookers and Blow for my niece and another one for my nephew. I, I think you would have had change, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I could have bought like, I could have bought some fun dip with the change. Ooh, fun dip. Wait, which, which, which two colors? Not, I wouldn't say flavors. I'd say colors. Colors. Because <laughs> that's what it is, right? It's usually like the, the orange and the lime green. Which I guess uh, is is for all intents and purposes orange and lime. Oh, so really... yeah. So you know what? We're gonna you're gonna be spending that thirty dollars again, Curtis. Probably in the next eighteen months. <laughs> yeah, because I I I though I can see them working together for a while. Like the liberals will have to concede on some things, like you know whether our cell phone bills are gonna go down, <laughs> or or maybe that the, the in, Pharmacare might come through, but some somewhere down the road, uh, it's going to be called again, either a, a non-confidence vote or whatever. But uh, they have, like, they have a pretty good chance of avoiding a non-confidence vote for a while, because the election was so unpopular. No party wants to be yeah. the, the one to trigger the next one, and they only really need the ND. There, there, it's a strong enough minority that they just need the NDP. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, like right now, uh, Jugmeat King is kingmaker, right? He's back mm -hmm. in that same role. Yeah, yeah. So, so, and, and out of all, and out of all of them, he, you know, he's the most likable leader, right? I like he, him. He, he, yeah, he came out. He came out looking like looking pretty good. Yeah, I like um, him. But again, they don't, they, they, they don't get anywhere. I mean, I think he, he had a problem where he came out with like it took him forever to cost his platform, which I think like. You, you kind of have to ha give some people an idea of what your platform is going to cost when it's very ambitious. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, I think everybody's seen too much of, you know, we're, we're, we're going to give you all this stuff, but we're not going to go into any details. And then, you know, and then that stuff doesn't happen. I mean, the liberals did it when they first got in, mm -hmm. um, everybody does it, and, yeah. and, you know, but I think if you're going to have, I, I mean, people would be, I think a lot of people would be hugely interested in, in a pharmacare program, you know, like that, that, that can be, you know, farm, you know, drugs are, drugs are expensive. Um, but like, you know, you can't just say you're going to do it with no. And then, and then, and then, and then all these guys are the same. They ask how you're going to do it. And he's just like, well, I tell you what I won't do. I won't do what Justin Trudeau did. We all know that Justin Trudeau didn't do it. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> raise cell phone bills and then uh, pay for <laughs> pharmacare that way okay let's let's switch to uh the headlines a new epidemic is raging through springfield and this one didn't start with crusty burgers whatchamacarcus sandwich this week uh ontario was it wednesday wednesday they mm -hmm. said uh and i hate the term vaccine passport but we'll we'll use it uh Proof of vaccination. We'll use that instead of vaccine passport. Mm -hmm. So proof of vaccination to enter certain non-essential uh, establishments. So the big ones would probably be restaurants, gyms, and I've got to put in Doug's favorite place, which is uh, strip joints, right? I'm sure yep. 
non-essential. Well, maybe they classify as restaurant, restaurant bar. <laughs> so you have to, so I, I don't, there's no enforcement, but they're basically saying that they're trying to say anyone who's not vaccinated are not welcome inside. They can sit out in the patio, go use your bathroom briefly, but no one should be sitting inside or doing anything inside if you're, if you're do not have proof of vaccination mm-hmm. or do they even accept a uh, negative test? No, right? It's no. Nope. Yeah. So I, I had experience today. So I, I went out to lunch. Uh, I went out for dim sum. And so this is a Chinese restaurant out in Scarborough and they asked for it. Um, I had to dig out the one for my dad and I had to pull out the one on my phone. His was printed, mine's on my phone. And she just saw me like pull out the header of my dad's and she was just like, yeah, okay, that's good enough. Yeah. And that's the big problem, right? Because uh, these restaurants, who's uh, who's going to enforce it and who's going to kick people? Like, you'd have to have bouncers. It'd be, it'd be like checking for ID, like back at, back at City Club. Yeah. You know. Hoping the sixteen-year-old doesn't go in. Yeah, all those roided up, all those roided up guys. Uh, yes, we'll, we'll have we'll have work again. Well, yeah, Bouncing. you know, sitting at sitting at some restaurant Bouncing or some McDonald's gym. or whatever. Uh, so, uh, and, and Curtis, you and I were talking offline because in about a month there's going to be an app, which I would think, why didn't they just copy one of the other provinces? Because now each province has their own app, which mm-hmm. is a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you that. Uh, I have the older health card, which I can't do anything online with it. So I think I'm screwed when that app first comes out and I'll have to sit and sit on a phone call with some disgruntled call center person trying to figure that out. Or I'm constantly carrying pieces of paper or the PDF on my phone or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, the thing is, I don't think you need the QR code, but I think like, or, you know, it'll make it, make it's it easier easier yeah right because like... because they basically if the sense i get is they scan your qr code and all it does is bring up like an okay mm-hmm. because they don't want to um give you give the, any personal information through the result it might give you your name it might say curtis green light okay thumbs up high five Maybe, maybe it'd be cool if you can choose your own icon on the app. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like an avatar. Yeah. Like the positive avatar. So maybe, I don't know, maybe do devil horns or, <laughs> you know, little yeah. Raptors uh, logo or something. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of, that, that's how they should market it. See? And that wouldn't be that difficult to do. Just create like 10 of them. Yeah. It'd be easy. And then you could, you could, uh, you know, have updates. It'd know? be a conversational piece. Oh, mm-hmm. hey, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, um, but but yeah, you had it. Go ahead. As I was going to say, yeah, you bring up an excellent point about enforcement. Just uh, you know, just in that story that you told, like you know, they they just gave a cursory sort of look at the you know at 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 the at your at the at the paper that your that your dad had. Yeah, it's going to vary from place to place, and. You know, I don't some some places I heard about some places, I think in London, Ontario, that just aren't going to bother opening up their their dining room because they just don't want, mm-hmm. you know, they just don't want to put their staff through. Well, they, they don't want to put their staff through. And maybe politically, they also are like, listen, all are welcome. 
Mm. Yes, yeah, uh, maybe some places. Are, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but you had an interesting story. This was a, a little a sports story with the Edmonton Oilers and not necessarily a vaccine passport, but proof of vaccination for their players, right? Yeah, I think um, the, the, the NHL, I don't think any league that I can think of right now, any of the major professional sports leagues are, are making it mandatory for the players to get vaccinated. But what's interesting is that, you know, there's, 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 if you're not vaccinated and you're crossing the border, then there's still quarantine to deal with. So well, there's one player on the Oilers who just refuses to get vaccinated. Um, and I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think the guy's name is Josh Archibald. I don't, I think they, they did finally name him. Mm-hmm. He stands to miss uh, about 30 games of a 82 game season just from quarantining. Cause he won't get it. And, um, that that's going to come out of his salary because from what I understand, anytime you miss for COVID related reasons, when you are unvaccinated comes out of your salary, if you're vaccinated. So say you're vaccinated and you catch COVID, which obviously as we, as, as has been quite apparent can, can happen. Then you go on the injury list and you don't have to pay. Mm. Or you and, and, and you get paid while you're on the injury list. You've been vaccinated, so you did your best. If you if you if you're not vaccinated and you catch COVID or you got it and I and I believe it will extend to quarantines, then you don't get paid for that time you miss. So it the the incentive is definitely there. Yeah, and, well, you hit you hit anyone in the pocketbook. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, all all the excuses that we're using before. Yeah, give me the shot. And the the GM was like, well, you know, because there's another guy, Duncan Keith, who's a defenseman that they got recently, mm-hmm. like in the offseason. And he's quarantining now because he's just been vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like he didn't want to do it. And then I guess he realized, oh, sh- shoot, I better do it because, because like, otherwise it could, yeah, it could hit me financially. And he did it. And the GM's talking like, well, it's a really hard decision for some people. And, and we did a story today just asking players around the league and some of them were like, I would have liked more time to have known, you know, that that this was going to be a thing, you know, and and uh, blaming the league and the NHLPA, which aren't even mandating, you know, you've known about you've known about the quarantine at the border for how long? Like, do these guys not follow current events at all? And the answer is no, they don't. These guys <laughs> mostly stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, Curtis, they're like, I can't hear the news over the pile of money that I'm sitting on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's funny, you know, especially with, with with pro athletes, especially of that level. And, you know, it, hockey, there probably hasn't been that many, maybe more in football where, or even, even baseball. They'll take some ex, experimental, sure. Because it's not there's there's no FDA uh, certification for any illegal performance enhancing drug. Hmm. They'll take that. No problem. In fact, some of these some of these performance enhancing drugs are just known. They will take live take years off your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for not a huge performance increase we're talking like you're already uh, an elite level athlete like we're talking these are incremental 
improvements, right? Mm -hmm. Like Lance Armstrong, you know, whatever you think of him, he still had to ride the tour. Yeah. The drugs probably gave him a, a small leg up, but the drugs did not make him ride the tour. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's, just, it's so, I guess my point being is, um, they'll go out and do all of that to gain some improvements to speed, strength, recovery, you know, side effects. Eh, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Yeah. Versus probably the most heavily scrutinized drug that's ever been created. Right. Because every country has thrown so much money into, you know, developing said vaccine. Like, I don't know why people are, like it's the most scrutinized. It's it's even said it's like the most scrutin the scientifically scrutinized thing that's ever created by man, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and there's there's people who stuff their faces with ibuprofen, right? Like the slightest ache, and they they'll take ibuprofen. Are these people scientists? Do they know what's in like a an Advil? You know, do they know anything about ibuprofen other than it takes the edge off? No. Hmm. No. Hey. As an amateur athlete, am I probably upping my caffeine intake before an event? Sure. <laughs> am I taking BCAAs because it's supposed to help in recovery and, and, and build a bit of muscle mass? Sure. What the hell's in it? What's a, what's a BCAA? Uh, so it, it's again, it, it's where your motivations are, right? Like if, if something's told, you know, you'll you'll make you'll 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 make so much more money, or you'll score so many extra goals if you kind of get on this program. Sure, mm -hmm. shoot me, mm -hmm. you know, or 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 take some, or blood dope. That's even the weirder one, right? The blood doping, yeah, that was big in the NHL at one point in time. Yeah. So, um, but another interesting story that came up, this came up, a f I think probably a few weeks ago or, or whatever. There's, there's that Nicki Minaj, uh, story. Yeah. And how weird is this one? So, and, and but I guess these, the real headline here is famous people with a lot of eyeballs on saying things that really they shouldn't, but yeah. It, it, now this is not her, um, talking about she personally is uh, against anti-vax, but it was like this bizarre story that she, I don't know, I guess she tweeted out or she put it on Instagram, something about like her cousin's friend's boyfriend. Uh, in Trinidad. I, guess, I get in Trinidad had like the vaccine and suddenly his testicles swelled up to some degree and they called off the wedding yeah <laughs> first question is what are you doing with your balls to get that big yeah and second like how how rock solid was your relationship if you're calling off the wedding because of like so so the real life so we, we're laughing at this but the real life issue was like the trinidad government and the trinidad public health basically dropped everything that they were doing that day just because Nicki Minaj put the story out to find out, okay, what, like, again, to stay ahead of the story. And so 
they even they like messaged out said the unfortunate part was you know she decided to share this whatever story and all these people dropped what they were doing which is important life-saving stuff to mm-hmm. find out there is no dude with giant testicles <laughs> walking yeah. around yeah who's all upset about um not getting married yeah and and uh, i don't know if you saw any clips of like the press conference they had like the, the their health minister he looked he looked pissed like oh well he had to be <laughs> answering these questions because the thing is normally someone would say this and you'd be like whatever right mm-hmm. like who would believe this but in, in today's world he yeah. they had to do something right yeah yeah uh and it, but then everybody had that you know even fauci had to go out and say something about it right so all these people because nikki told this story of her cousin's friend's boyfriend mm-hmm. or fiance see when you when you hear stories like this you can kind of get behind china's sort of move to eliminate uh eliminate celebrity <laughs> status a little bit like this uh, is it's like, this, if there would be one good thing to come out of that it would be it would be there would be none of this um funny thing is you know uh didn't howard stern come out recently and he was basically saying everyone stfu and go get the shot yes like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing that and, you know, applaud, applaud, you know, him to kind of make that not staying silent. Like he could have just stayed silent and, you know, he fine. He got the shot or whatever, but yeah, uh, I think he did not... that. He did that sort of like after Joe Rogan talked about that cocktail of he, drugs he oh. took to, uh, to recover oh. from COVID, including think... ivermectin. See that I I I I realize it it had a much more worldwide impact. But you and I, uh, lived through SARS. Mm-hmm. In fact, you and I benefited through SARS, right? If you remember, that was the summer where Toronto got hit. Well, was one of the hot centers for SARS. Mm-hmm. Now SARS was a little different because when you caught it, you got sick no yeah. matter what. You and you were you were really only catching it in hospitals, right? It was, yeah. it was, it was, it was more difficult to catch. Um, That's right. And then but, if you caught it, it you, yeah. you, there was no asymptomatic spread. There was like, you caught it, you got sick. Yeah. But as yeah. a result, so no one was coming to, to no one was coming to Toronto. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and no one was coming to Toronto and you, Erzy and I got this package of amazing tickets, like at some bulk price. We, what we had Jays games, Argos and wrestling, right? Yep. Yep. Or something like that. Yeah, actually, combination. You know there was. Um, you know what else was in there was uh, uh, Toronto Indy tickets. Oh yeah, I think we I think we split them, and some people yeah. said they wanted to do this, and yeah, because we all kind of got in on it. I remember. I, I don't know who did. I don't know if all three of us went to the Jays game, but that was the weird one. Like, was it only thirteen thousand people showed up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that, something. It, the Jays w- we used to draw flies, man. Like. <laughs> So maybe that was a maybe that was a a, a banner day for them. I just yeah. remember that that was the first time, or that's when I discovered that I really like Klondike bars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did. I, I think we all went to the wrestling for sure. Yeah, we went is, to we, we we all went to SmackDown. Yeah, we went to SmackDown, but we we were accustomed to having better seats. You know. Oh yeah. When, when we when we when we would pay pay like not the you know it was a good deal still this bulk thing, but when we would pay 
to go, uh, you know, just like just to a taping of Raw or whatever, we get like, remember that one time we were right at the, we were right at the ramp. Well, so you, you, you might, your memory might have been a bit foggy on that. It was because we also knew people at TSN. So those, t- oh, I don't right, think we paid, yeah. we didn't pay for those tickets. Those ones were comp to us. Right. That was from Josh, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. So that, but you're right. Like that was, that was ringside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Earth, we got on TV sharing, uh, shaking uh, Jerry the King Lawler's hand. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's as you, as you do. <laughs> um, well, speaking about wrestling, so moving on to another headline, this is an interest. I there's not just because it's wrestling, but it's an interesting concept. So this is the, uh, Netflix is releasing, I think sometime around Halloween, um, this WWE partnered, uh, movie short uh, but it, it's an interactive short called escape the undertaker uh so with the new with the undertaker and the new day so you're following this narrative of following the new day um i think going to meet the undertaker or there's i i don't know what the premise is but the interesting part about this is it's an interactive show so you actually control the the episode and how it flows through. So at certain points, uh, there's a decision to, to make, and then it will cut to your decision that you make on your copy. So I guess you, you can watch this over and over again and just kind of see different versions of how it turns out. Um, I don't know if it's ever, Netflix has ever done this. Like typically this is like your, remember the, the DVD board games? Yeah, I I had that for what the the Indiana Jones one where it would just pause and then you have to. It's almost like selecting a DVD menu and then you it play the next scene based on your choice. There was a Black Mirror episode called Bandersnatch that had that sort of thing. Okay, sort of choose your own. But was it like one point or is it multiple points? I think it's multiple points. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming out. Yeah. I'll I'll, 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 it looks ridiculous, like in a good way. Um, oh well, it's it's got the new day. That's why. Day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I like the new day too. But you're right. Like it, it how their stuff gets over is still, <laughs> like, and it's it's been a long run. Like they're gonna go down as the longest running. Well, I know it's there's three of them, so I don't want to really call them a faction. They're a tag team. Okay, so let's let's just say a team. They're going to go down in history as being the longest team in in wrestling. Like they've they've they never have teased a split where one would turn on the other or the other two or whatever. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of funny. Like usually wrestling has a lifespan about these things, and then the faction falls apart. But yeah, New Day since 20 was it 2014 since they formed <laughs> and they're still yeah. going strong as the same three dudes yeah yeah the and, same three dudes it's not like dx or 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 the nwo or whatever that would like be around but have like member swaps and stuff like that yeah oh yeah the, the, the same 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 yeah, same yeah they, they, they guys they, they've became heels and face but they you know they 
predominantly been baby faces, but it, it's amazing how that their shtick gets over. And yeah. but I, I don't know if that's true today, but Vince Vince gets a kick out of it and yeah. they sell loads of merch. Yeah. Like boatloads of merch. Yeah. If you can sell loads of merch. If you if you can if you can make money for Vince McMahon, he will he'll obviously uh... keep going. <laughs> well uh you tell me you know you 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 watch wrestling long enough if this was in Ro- again maybe it's a time it's the time in the attitude era three black dudes wearing unicorn horns prancing around yeah talking would, about power of positivity they would have just been they would have just just sort of like been fodder for like the the undertaker and kane to beat up or something like that right? like <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, nobody, nobody really liked the Attitude Era. Nobody really liked Zany. Well, I mean, there was Mankind, I guess, but he was he was still like an accomplished wrestler. Nobody, not that these guys aren't, but like nobody liked sort of like the really zany. Like that, they're almost kind of like 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 eighties style, you know, eighties nineties style sort of gimmicks. Yeah, very very cartoony. Maybe like uh, maybe like the hurricane. Yeah, hurricane had his well, yeah, like that superhero, the superhero gimmick. Yeah, yeah, you had gimmicks like that, but like it was produ- like the guys who were really over were like Stone Cold, you know, yeah, the Rock. Right. You know, the, but no, but, no, 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 no. I mean, the Rock's pretty cartoony, but you know, in a in a different sort of way. Well, it's the the tough guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, another thing. This is the latest thing that came out on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, finally, some new Star Wars content. Well, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say Bad Batch, but uh, Star Wars Visions. So this is um, this is a so there's Star Wars Visions, but this headline I brought out only because again it's my series of let's listen to Larry get very angry at fanboys. <laughs> Because <laughs> they can't talk about Star Wars Visions being a whole bunch of these anime studios re-envisioning kind of the Star Wars world, mm-hmm. you know, and that being the headline. No, this is the headline. Here is what Star Wars Visions is about and where it fits in the timeline. I swear, I th- almost threw my phone across the room when I read that second half. I was just like, why? <laughs> why does it have to fit? <laughs> and I watched the first episode. So these is so all let's 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 recap. So it's a whole bunch of these famous anime studios coming in. They were given a, a fifth, 10 to 15 minute short to do. Uh, I don't know if they were given parameters because it's it's not taking it's not even copying uh bits and pieces of Star Wars. It's it's just kind of like hey you're a fan of Star Wars, take your style and and put it in there. And the first one was a really interesting story about this uh, Ronin-type character with this R2 droid. So this is like feudal Japan-ish, mm-hmm. but there's weapons and there's lightsabers and, well, like a, a katana lightsaber. Um, and that was very entertaining. Like, I, I again, uh, Star Wars you let these anime guys like he didn't mention anything about sky uh skywalkers or yeah mandalorian like it was completely like out there like yeah. you, you had no idea if this happened on earth or some other planet like i guess the word aliens and 
and things, but completely original, stylized in that studio's style of animation. Um, yeah, looking forward to see it. Uh, yeah, you know, 10 minutes short, decent enough. But the key is, though, that it fits into the timeline. Oh, Curtis, <laughs> you're, you're like you're like just twisting the knife in me now. Was it between A New Hope and Empire? Or is it like Shadows of the Empire type of I thing? don't know. <laughs> just give it up, you will. When, when, can I, when can I get this guy's action figure? <laughs> that, that's, that's one thing. Um, so hopefully Visions will go out. Uh, where it fits in the timeline, it i don't give a crap i don't think anyone does and 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 why it should it um because i watched uh before we we recorded i watched the latest what if Mm -hmm. that one man you want to talk about taking chances that was like the most zaniest episode ever (laughs) did you see it it was like a beastie boys video it was like a beastie boys video 80s post pubescent movie where the guy says late a lot (laughs) uh and it was hilarious and i I, like i didn't know where they were taking this Mm -hmm. and then and then when when okay so spoilers from here when carol danvers showed up and i went okay this is this is still jokey like this yeah and then it all accumulate like all come it all kind of comes together when uh jane rats out thor on 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 frigga so yeah. it's like the whole thing was, oh my god, my mom is coming home. Yeah, yeah. We it's like yeah, the, 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 up. yeah, it's like the teenage kid having the party at mom's house or mom and dad's house while mom and dad are on vacation. Yeah, yeah, and they got like thirty minutes to clean everything up, and they're hiding all the stuff. And <laughs> and I like, like the way it almost ended with a happy ending, uh, and then and then like the watch is like, wait, what? And then like. <laughs> Ultron with, with vision. Ultron vision based. comes comes with Infinity with, Stones. Yeah, and... with the, all the Infinity Stones. <laughs> well, I think I think that was part of also the joke. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, for uh, sure it was. But yeah. I, I just thought that was that was but, really funny. But again, Marvel Marvel Animation Studios sparing no expense. I I think they got everybody except for Brie. Did Brie Larson come in? They didn't get Brie Larson and or Rene Russo. Or Rene Russo. That was it. That was it. Uh, yeah, um, when I saw when I saw Natalie Portman's name, I was like, really? <laughs> yeah. I thought she'd be the ultimate holdout, but you know, I guess, you know, she's part of uh the new movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's right. But Helmsworth comes and plays Thor. Yeah. Hiddleston will always he'll he, that guy will just be like, You want me to he he's a great actor. But he's, I have a funny feeling he's going to be the Anthony Daniels of the MCU. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. He'll keep doing that character. Yeah. He'll be doing ribbon cuttings doing the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think you, I think you could be right. Um, anytime, anytime yeah. Loki needs to be in something, he's there. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I'll you clear up my schedule. A, you want me to Loki to be a frost giant? Sure. <laughs> Uh, but it was so zany mm-hmm. it was like it was definitely like because it's been pretty dark like the, that it was, yeah the antithesis of yeah. of the doctor strange episode yeah yeah because <laughs> I, I was i i guess that was the joke right like the, the very thing at the end because i i was like so what what where, where's the consequence here yeah 
because it, it, even 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 the, the the fight scene was so jokey, right? Like when they when they see the continents and they they actually write the yeah. names of the country on in the in the map when they're that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, it was... And, and the fact that is like uh, Colby well Colby Smothers comes and she says she's the acting uh, director of Shield, and you know why? And it's like. <laughs> Korg running to the pool to do a cannonball and like knocks Fury out of the yeah. way or something like that. <laughs> that's like right, that's yeah. the reason. Yeah. I was like, my God, this episode is like bananas. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite crazy. And like, uh, yeah, it's basically invites like because like the guardians are there. And even those golden people that the guardians are fighting with in the Yeah. Oh no! It's it's, it's, it's like there, the un- he invites he invites the universe. He invites the universe. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a <laughs> celestial there at one point, or yeah. some kind of thing like that. Oh, like, I, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure tomorrow, if not right now, there's some fanboy article blog that's like breaking it down. Mm-hmm. Right. Every oh, little, no doubt. You know, no doubt. all the Easter eggs, all the Easter eggs, which aren't really Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, but more. Oh, you probably missed it you know yeah. those those uh those bit of clickbait content yeah oh god <sighs> oh fanboys okay um just wanted to kind of bring up uh our video game segment uh today was the big day the re-release of diablo 2 resurrected uh i probably dropped two and a half hours on it so far curtis and mm-hmm. man brought back so many memories the game looks great sounds great it's got the same feel as the old one on i'm playing on console so um there's no cursor point you actually control the character quite naturally with the controller mm-hmm. but the only problem there is uh i can't tell where i'm aiming oh right right yeah right i'm kind of like you're not just clicking on guys like that's right i'm like kind of like uh aim in this direction <laughs> um can I ask you a quick question? Sure. How how many pairs of cracked boots have you found? Dude, just like the original, my luck of drops is horrible. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not joking. I am two and a half hours in, and I ref- I, I know from playing the original the Diablo 2, the original Diablo 2 and Diablo 3, I'm not buying anything from a vendor. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. You think I'm going to geed and gambling? Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. You think yeah. I'm going to do that? Yeah. I don't have any body armor. I'm two and a half hours in the game. I don't have body armor. I'm running around like in, in my tunic. Oh, wow. <laughs> as as a, I'm playing sorceress. Right, right. Uh, kind of focusing on fire and ice at first. So we'll see if they still nerfed. They still nerfed it. I, they probably did. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm getting... I need, I need some grinding time right at this point because I've met two bosses that I can't I can't stand and fight. Oh man, I should bring my. Uh, I should see if I can build that uh, awesome electric Amazon that I had back in the day. Well, you might have better luck with your drops, but I'm not getting any luck. I'm getting horrible luck. Yeah, I don't think I've. I I think I'm actually wearing. I uh, yo, uh, this is how bad my luck is, Curtis. I've yet to use more than two identification tomes. Wow. So you're not <laughs> even nothing... getting you're not even getting blue drops? I no, I'm I'm getting blue drops, but I'm not getting like neat unad- unidentified ones. Oh, right, so right. I I'm getting I I I the game hates me already. Just hates me. 
but I love it. Um, yeah, there's some things that I forgot that were in it compared to Diablo 3, like uh, stamina. Mm-hmm. So about the running. Right, I, that's I, right. I forgot about that, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this. This is brutal. Um, and yes, I have to pick up every little piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, but it looks great. Yeah. Get it, pick it up. And I'm I'm glad they they kind of they don't have it priced like a brand new AAA title like it 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 was about let's say twenty dollars less than a brand new game so mm-hmm. that's fine yeah so one of my best it'll be like it'll go down as one of my favorite games of all time like top ten easy oh favorite easy. games I've ever played like I you know I played through Diablo through picking this up it was again it's it's hitting all the notes it's nostalgic it's they they improved it in the right spots mm-hmm. um and they kept a lot of the old stuff so the they redid the cinematics okay and that's quite amazing yeah um because they were good for their time those cinematics but like they were yeah, amazing for its like time 21 years ago but when you see uh Marius and not Tyrael speaking yeah. in the cell. Yeah. You see the amount of detail in his cell. It's like, whoa. <laughs> um, I think they're having a few problems with uh, private servers. I've been trying to play a few online games just with a private server, and mm-hmm. the realm's been crashing on me. So I've been playing offline. I have um, uh, read that, yeah. Uh, I they They have cross progression in this game but not cross play yet so cross cross progression basically says i have the luxury curtis of buying two copies of diablo 2 <laughs> either mm-hmm. on pc uh playstation or xbox playstation or all three i have to buy one for each platform i can continue my game across all of them so my character is saved on battle net. right um but if you pick it up on pc i won't be able to play uh, with you at least not just yet mm-hmm. yeah yeah i, I i'm sure it'll, I, I can't see why they can't like yeah i don't know i don't know that's that's something that you i i, I bet they will introduce it when the ladder opens up right yeah so just just like diablo 3 there will be a uh, a seasonal ladder that gets reset or you can just play offline and lord of destruction but that there's there's no uh, online ladder up active at the moment. Right. But I bet I, I bet you once that happens, yeah, yeah. Um, you had an interesting story before we sign off about a new so Nintendo Direct uh, dropped some news today, right? <laughs> yeah, they dropped a bunch of news, uh, some interesting stuff. I think that they're, I think I think uh, I have to watch it. And, and look at it. I, I just saw like some tweets really quickly before we started this, but it looks like they're going to bring um, to, to their switch online. They're going to bring N64 and, and Sega and Sega Genesis titles to their, uh, to, to their online. Um, so, so, you know, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but um, the, the thing I think you're talking about that I was mentioning is uh, there's a new, there's going to be a new Mario animated movie coming out. And uh, cast for the role of Mario is none other than Chris Pratt. <laughs> oh, did you see? Did you did you did you hear that collective moan across the world that <laughs> there's going to be a, a, a Mario cartoon? So, 
I'll say it. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. How are they going to let Chris Pratt do the arcade Mario voice? I assume they're not. Like they, 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 yeah. they can't go there and say, here, play the Japanese stereotype Italian accent. No. It'll be more like, do you remember, and I'm not even talking like the the, the Bob Hoskins version, mm. but do, do you remember there was a, a, I don't know how long it was on for, but there was a, a Mario, like a Mario Brothers animated show, but it had sort of live action interstitials. Um, yeah, and he had like, a, he had like a kind of like a, hey, you know, kind of accent, but it wasn't like, a, but it wasn't like, um, you know, sort of like more of a Brooklyn type of thing yeah. rather than, you know, so, so he, I, I can see that happening. Yeah. 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 They're, 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 they're not going to do uh what's the Simpsons character. Oh, uh, 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 the, the, the Italian chef. Yeah. Is, is he Luigi as well? Is his name? Oh, maybe. I think yeah. you're right. Hey, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a Mr. Kukabanga. It's yeah. a crazy, some ugly kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't. But even 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 that accent, the way the Simpsons do it, it's it's like that over the top New York Italian accent, right? Yeah. Even the Brooklyn accent, it's it's it's. Yeah, it's more of a it's more of a sort of like Italian, you know, sort of like Italian restaurateur accent. Yeah, exactly. Not the the tough. He'll he'll have probably like have a bit of more of a tough Brooklyn accent, I think. And um, playing. uh, Luigi is uh, Charlie Day of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fame, and well, there's, there's no sparing any expense for the for the voice actors, yeah. but and man. playing and playing and playing uh, Daisy slumming it a little bit is uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy of The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> so, so is did it get a sense it was like like out there Mario World wackiness, like his Bowser and. I've only seen I've 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 only seen one tweet on it. It just had a picture of like the characters and then the act actors beside them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like like Chris Pratt is looking very sort of serious, sort of se- serious action hero sort of look, and the other two are just kind of like, "Hey, we're in you know we're in a Mario movie. This is cool," but I haven't seen any sort of details other than other than that but um predictably uh the the casting has particularly of mario has not gone over super well on twitter and let, let me just say first off i like chris pratt i like parks and recreation i like guardians of the galaxy you know he's he's good in those roles no he, um, he's also he was also very good as in his voice work as uh the uh the main the main character in the lego movies that's right yes yeah yeah you're right um so you know i think i think he's he's uh he'll be fine but i just think it, it it's just so funny just uh seeing like the the outrage over <laughs> chris Pratt's casting as as mario like it's not like they it's not like they it's not like they 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 you know cast him as like you know Solomon the Wise, or <laughs> something like that. Oh, uh, but then, but yeah, you're you're already you're you're starting off with rough content, right? Like, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, who knows? Could be delightful. 
<laughs> I, I guess it all depends. Like, it, are, is he is he fighting Wario or is he fighting Bowser? Like, I think if you take it into like the crazy universe, it'd be more of interesting things because they, then they can do whatever they want. Um. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Uh, or 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 like, will they go to that to that sort of world uh, subcon from from Super Mario Brothers two that was never visited again. <laughs> where like you had to fight like that that mouse who threw bombs and king wart and you had to throw vegetables in his mouth well just you know only only birdo only birdo made it out of that uh out of that world to star in future mario brother stories yeah oh well we'll have to see how it goes we'll 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 have the lookout of our um so they uh, something coming up just before we sign off on Disney Plus is uh, they're calling it Disney Plus Day. I guess it was the original launch day. So this is they're celebrating two years of Disney Plus on November 21st and a whole bunch of stuff is being released. And that is also the release date of Shang-Chi on Disney Plus. OK, oh. so we're talking if that's kind of what we're seeing in terms of turnaround from theater to seeing it at home. man, that's quick. Yeah, like, yeah. Think about traditionally. Oh, we got put it on DVD. Yeah. And there's some time before we even see it on TV, and that would be like a year or two. This is what sixty days. There's got to be. There's got to be DVDs and the theater re-release. Yeah. But <laughs> but Shang Chi got released what September uh, Labor Day long weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking sixty odd days. Yeah. No, that's very quick. So I still, I still, I'm still glad I saw it in the theater. But oh no, no, no! Don't don't get me wrong. I I I I am too. But you know, you get to see it a second time very quick, Curse. Oh, I just want to give you a quick update. A quick update on the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, is this hot off the press? It's hot off the press. Okay. Um, Bowser is in it, voiced by Jack Black. Okay. Um, Donkey Kong is in it voiced by Seth Rogen and uh, Toad <laughs> will be voiced by uh, Keegan-Michael Key of Key and Peele fame. Oh, tell, tell me Seth is going to be like completely high while doing Kong, Donkey Kong. I mean, I think that's pretty much a given. So is does that mean, uh, oh wait, no, he, he's, he's now extremely toxic and he's, he's, he's uh, like Franco is not working at all, right? He's going to have to take a serious time out. Yeah, th- okay. Frank, so, Frank is taking a timeout. Yeah, know. so who so who's gonna play uh, Diddy? Um, I don't know about Diddy. Cranky Kong is in it though. Oh, so uh, by played by Fred Armisen. Well, angry old guy. <laughs> well, I'm sure the cast will even grow up further. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. You you can listen to more wacky stuff with Curtis and I every week. Uh, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Uh, on Apple Podcast, give us a little bit of a, give us a rating and leave a comment. And you know, maybe we'll get enough one day. Curtis, we'll actually do like a a a, a reader's question episode. Would not that be kind of fun? I think so. I would love. I, that. I think I, I'm looking forward to that one too. So, so that's it for another week. And just remember that sometimes a cucumber is just a cucumber. My top of the dying to five sucker, you won't hear me moan. I'm living the good life while I'm working from home.